Welcome back to another episode of 52 in 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today we're going to be talking about The Shape of Water, the newest movie from Guillermo del Toro. Um, it's uh, – I, I, I don't know. What's the synopsis? Trevor asked me. My roommate asked me. He, I came back from the movie. So what was the movie about? And uh, it took me like five minutes to explain to him like what the movie was about because it's kind of weird without like – there's a lot going on Willing too. It, I guess. Yeah. Also, there's a lot going on. Like it'd be too simplistic to say like romance with a with a mute and a sea creature. Like it's it is, <laughs> but like that that's like because yeah. like that there's like a whole like it's weird because there's like a whole like Cold War spy element to it and there's yeah. like the whole thing with her roommate. Like it's like very uh, I'd say it's all over the place, but in some ways that's good and in some ways for me really not so good is how i'd put it yeah um yeah uh, do you like del toro are you have you are you so like before, a fan of his before like two weeks ago i think i like the only thing i'd seen was pacific rim and then i or before like, okay. a couple months ago then i watched pan's labyrinth which i thought was awesome but i yeah. haven't actually seen any i never watched the hellboy movies and um yeah. or any, like devil's backbone or i guess there's a couple other early ones he did so i'm still like working yeah. my way through his stuff but i mean pacific rim's cool um, I had a couple yeah. problems with it, but like still liked it on the whole, and I thought yeah. Pan's Labyrinth was pretty great. So I I was excited yeah. for this just based on like the reviews, and it seemed like in the mold of Pan's Labyrinth in some ways or whatever. But yeah, uh, um, yeah, I like Pan's. I like Hellboy. Um, I love Pacific Rim. I mean, yeah. I know it's not the, the greatest like masterpiece, but it's it's just something that I really like. Uh, this movie, I as soon as I saw the trailer, I said I'm not gonna like this movie. Uh. Um, and I think I saw you say you liked the first half and then the second half you really, really didn't like or well, something. Well, I didn't know that, that, I didn't know that, like, yeah. that he had given such a prominent role to General Zod. And I yeah. think that was, that, 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 if someone had told me that going in, I might have tempered my expectations a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So did, did you like it? Did you not like it? Are you in between? No, I'd say, I'd say I definitely liked it, but like, it's just really frustrating because there was a point at which I thought this had the potential to be like one of my top three films of the year. And then, then General Zod becomes like the third lead. And that was very, uh, disappointing and not compelling when I found yeah. so much of the rest of this movie compelling. I don't know. It's it, I mean, by that. He means Michael Shannon for those of you who don't oh, hate the sorry, sorry. DC universe uh, like we do. Um, or, we'll continue. or, or just, or are smart and are, don't watch the movies. Um, sure. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, and I like Michael Shannon in just about every other mode, but it's just bad. And um, I think it's like if if you just tell someone like, hey, it's a uh, woman fucks like a sea creature, like they'd be like, they'd be like, they'd be like what the what the fuck are you talking about? And like, <laughs> and and um, it would be like, it, it's so much more than that in, in a good way. It's like because I think it's an interesting depiction of loneliness versus, but not quite depression, in that like. It's wait. The character's name is Elisa, right? Or um, Eliza. Eliza. Yeah. Eliza. Yeah, she's re- really interesting. I like Sally Hawkins' performance. It's like very expressive for someone that's a wordless performance, and I enjoyed watching her on screen. And you you kind of see pretty early on that she's like not someone that's like withdrawn herself from the world and decided not to be a person that interacts with like she could have been like someone that you could just easily just as easily become like a hermit and become rejected and she's obviously a much more um interesting person than that i mean they have a um a fairly explicit scene early on to show that she is also has like sexual needs which i mean that comes into play then again later in the film but she also has friends and um even though like she's just essentially a janitor she seems to live a somewhat fulfilled life but at the same time something is obviously missing 
And I think she like she's not sitting around like like just totally depressed, but like she's obviously lonely in a certain way, and that's how she's drawn to this creature known as the asset. And I thought it was just a really interesting depiction of loneliness on her part, but also like on the part of the Richard Jenkins character, who's like a guy I've always just thought is like generic old white guy. It's actor. so random for Richard Jenkins to have such a big role in a movie like this. Isn't but I it? thought it was cool. I thought I liked him. I. Thought yeah. it was like I thought it was just like a very like it was just off brand for him in a good way in that like I mean he's done comedies before like he was in Step Brothers and stuff but he's just like the straight white man for the most part you know what I mean and most of his roles and he's I guess he's and it was just cool to see him get to do something different and I liked it and I thought that it's a, it's another it, it's I guess it's a whole a theme of it is there are all these outsiders and sure I didn't know until I was I didn't I should have made the connection because Del Toro's from Mexico and there's obviously some parallels with like illegal immigration and the way we treat outsiders and stuff like that sure yeah and i gave me a slightly even bigger appreciation for it but i just liked all of that stuff and everything that we dealt with it and you could have had the michael shannon character in there and had him doing that stuff and gotten a lot of that across but he takes over the movie and that's my problem and i've, I've rambled for too long um it's what what about this movie uh made it it sounds like it you might not have liked it quite as much as me maybe but it seems like it surpassed your expectations at least that uh so, no i didn't li- i didn't like it oh you didn't like it at all no, I didn't like it. Oh, okay. So uh, I mean, did... it visually is great. Oh yeah, I didn't um, say that. I agree on that too. I just, uh, I think Sally. I think I think the performances are good. I just there's like absolutely like no subtlety to this movie uh, about like what like yes, it's a metaphor for loneliness and and whatever and immigration and all that. But it's just like it, it to me, it comes on so thick that I just didn't care. Um, and it was like, it's like a weird movie and I know he like makes weird movies. Um, but like tonally it was weird because it it feels like this should have been like a comedy and not like a serious movie. And there, cause there are parts of it that are like trying to be like laugh out loud funny. Um, and then there are parts of it that are like, if Michael Shannon, if this is a comedy and Michael Shannon is playing like the over the top, like role, then I think it, I, I don't know, maybe it works a little better. I just, I didn't really, I, I don't know. I sort of like understood everything that he wanted to get at and i didn't really get much from it back i guess yeah i feel like i've seen a few places say that where they just thought it was uh heavy-handed and everything but i i don't know it just didn't really strike me as him beating me over the head with something um like that and i just like it was literal a literal like depiction of him michael shannon beating someone and saying like da 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 i had to drag this thing da 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 like and, and and it's just like it's literally like heavy handed in the movie, too. And I just I didn't like like the parts with like Sally, like being herself was were good. Um, and her interactions with Richard Jenkins were good. Um, I just didn't really. So the, the it didn't really so, it didn't really. No. Yeah. It didn't really add up to anything for me, like the part, the sum of it. Well, I think I think part of it for me is like I I mean I enjoyed the stuff with her and the asset, but I thought it like I just thought it it just, it probably would have worked even better as a love story if it had just had a little more time. I mean it's like she gives him a few raw eggs and yeah like, that's and, what I'm and, saying and, and it like, it, then, it, then it feels escape. incomplete to me. Yeah. yeah, I think they connect a little more once she once she helps him escape. But yeah, hundred like, percent. But I think like this, it's just too much of it is the Michael Shannon stuff. Like and the thing is in pans the the. The general bad guy, dude, just as evil as the Michael Shannon character here, but I don't think the movie gets too bogged down in it there. And I, because I was thinking about that earlier, I was like, well, it, that movie has a similarly unredeemable, unsympathetic, one-dimensional bad guy, but I, I felt left it felt more fulfilled. And I think when I look back at it and 
um, reflected on it today before we did this. I was like, I that that movie it goes back to that well some, but it has, it stays more on the story of the main character and is a little more focused in that regard. And here it it, it just can't help itself in going back to that stuff and the spy yeah. stuff. And I actually, I mean, I, I enjoyed Michael Stubarg in it, but yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, he was really good. But I mean, like. I, I feel like you can even have as much of him as you had in it and just kind of cut down on the torture stuff and you can make him kind of there and it just I don't know it, it takes away some from what should have been a even better love story than it was for some people it's, they're, they're saying it's an amazing love story and I'm like it had the potential to be that but it just didn't want to quite go there and and like I don't even mind the metaphors and all that like it it wasn't too it wasn't too it wasn't laying it on too thick for me it's just I I feel like I would have been more fulfilled with it if the movie had had its priorities a little more aligned with what I think was more compelling yeah because yeah, they have this like her whole connection like the thing is you get why she like cares but I, I i'm not sure that i got enough from like her just she just like walks in and the thing like like she, first she like taps the thing and then the thing like screams at her and it's like why are you not scared of this monster in a fucking cage and then later on she goes up to it and it's like in another cage and it just like jumps at her and she's just like okay calm down and then it's she just goes and she sees this creature fucking bite michael shannon's fingers off and then it's in open water and she just goes and sits at the edge of the water and i'm like well i think i think she might have known enough about him to figure out that like he was probably being a dick to the thing um yeah and i I guess and i guess no it's a wild fucking animal man i guess that's part of what he's trying to say is that like when yeah maybe it might be a part of this um unknown illegal immigration whatever metaphor that you're saying was too much for you but it's more like if you just don't if you aren't repulsed the first time you see something different and you get a chance to get to know a little bit more about it like you're sure. gonna, more there's gonna be more than what's on the surface and maybe sure. that maybe that's what he's getting at where it's like you just gotta you can't just judge a book by its cover for lack of a better term and um that's maybe some of what that is i mean i get what you're saying where it's like uh, yeah, I mean, maybe a regular sane person might just be well. Well, like, isn't it run. like it just felt like too easy or convenient for her to like fall in love with this creature? For me, I guess. I mean, I, I guess, but she does like. I guess she's probably, at least to our knowledge, never really met another like mute person before, um, or like or interacted with one regularly. So I think she just sees someone that she can somewhat identify with, and that they have no way of communicating what they're always thinking. Yeah, I mean, um, but I, I get that. I just, I guess she, she just she just felt that. I, I guess that might have just I might have just felt felt where she was coming from a little more, and that and seen that like she just took the, took a little bit of time and was able to establish some other type type of communication, and she really that resonated with her that she was able to find someone else that is different in that specific way, and that just helped forge that connection and i don't disagree they could have done even more with it like i'm like you're saying but i just i think it i don't know it didn't it didn't bother me in that happening too fast because there was enough there for for me to buy it somewhat i just would have liked a lot more of it um yeah yeah like the i don't necessarily think the spy stuff was uninteresting i just think the way they did it was a little like bland but I thought the stuff with Stuhlbarg was good, but the stuff with like the U.S. and Shannon was like over the top. Um, yeah, there just wasn't there was there wasn't anything to it. It's just like you know, I mean, I guess that yeah, like they were trying to. Like, I guess they like well, they showed him doing the weird sex stuff with his wife, and it's like 
So your point is what yeah, even more the, this guy yeah. is this guy is super messed up. Like we already knew that. Like yeah. you're not really telling us anything that's like all that doesn't have any that much depth to it, you know? Yeah, and then you have like the fuck he's like being racist and rapey and just like despicable like, it's and like, it's like hey you thought this guy was bad wait till you see what else he is yeah or it's hold like, my we, beer it's like well, yeah we, we get it like this dude's the worst like you, you don't need to keep telling us that you know yeah um yeah he was uh, have we seen him in, in anything besides the fucking uh house selling movie since then? Well, I mean... Besides the DC stuff? Well, he was amazing in Nocturnal Animals, which you never saw. Oh, yeah, uh, no, and he got, he got an Oscar nomination for it, which I thought was totally deserved. But I think as far as stuff that we've talked about him in, uh, he was in both Jeff Nichols movies that we've talked about, Midnight Special. And, oh, yeah, he and, was good in Midnight Special. And he was good in... I mean, he had one scene in Loving, which a movie that you didn't really See like. See the, ca- the, the was, camera person guy? Yeah, the but writer? It was, he was, yeah, yeah. It was a good scene. I mean, it, he wasn't yeah, doing yeah. a ton in it. So he like I, I feel like I like him in... Every other mode, aside from like Evil Dude mode, I don't. But I don't know if there's any any actor that would have made that a compelling character. You know, that's more on Del Toro because he's the writer and the, the writer. You know. Yeah, I think it just might have needed to be rewritten a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. The movie just uh, at the end, once it was like over, I didn't. I just didn't really feel anything for it. Um, well, it was kind of. It was it, ki- kind of. Uh, predictable i didn't really think they were gonna kill I, I never for a second thought they were gonna kill her and like once they once they go in the water like yeah well, i mean i don't know it, you kind of a happy ending was kind of well because it well it has like the sci-fi stuff we didn't even talk about too with like him curing shit and that was and okay, I, okay that was the other thing I, I, yeah. I was waiting for him to make her talk again and then i thought that, that yeah. no, so i, I take yeah. it back it wasn't that predictable that's what i thought was gonna happen it was because they'd already showed him like grow the other dude's hair it's like why can't he fix her vocal cords then or or like he fixed other serious injuries and stuff it's like why can't yeah. he just because there are a couple points where he, he puts his hand yeah. like around her throat and i thought that was just gonna yeah. like well I, yeah i think talk. she like she like freaked out right the first time yeah i think and then maybe he was like okay she doesn't want me to do this i don't but like the the sci-fi stuff was also like that's what that's why i think the movie was weird it was just sort of like shifting between uh, a spy movie sci-fi stuff uh love story which i think movies can do i just don't i, I didn't really feel like this one was like that fluid in it i guess i mean I, I i thought it was kind of interesting in that like we didn't have to have every little thing explained to us about like no what, no what, for sure what, yeah. what, what 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 he was capable of and it was kind of funny that the russians well ultimately like the russians and the americans are just more obsessed with making sure the other side doesn't yeah. get something out of it than to like actually yeah. take the time to try and get this thing yeah. to uh treat them or yeah. treat them well vice versa whatever and they don't actually yeah. see the value it has to offer which I mean might go back to some of the movie's larger messaging but i just thought it was kind of ironic that it was capable of that and like no one actually figured that out um yeah. and that was fine and um yeah i don't i don't have a ton else to say you touched on it earlier it's pretty incredibly credibly from a yeah. incredible from a visual standpoint um yeah all of his movies are yeah it's uh i mean like even though like not even like yeah like the scene in the bathroom and stuff like that yeah like that's that's pretty cool looking but i mean even just the how it looks itself i mean the way the movie theater shot the way that just the colors of like the lab are even kind of shot it feels a little more vibrant than it probably should um and i guess credit goes to him for that and it makes it fun to look at but yeah, I mean, like, uh, it sounds like uh, this will be one that you're going to be kind of probably annoyed when it gets twelve Oscar nominations, and 
I'm just going to yeah. be annoyed if it wins Best Picture. Cause... Like, do you think? Do you think Sally Hawken? Like, I, I've seen every like not everyone, but a lot of people are like, she's going to win Best Actress. Like, she should. Oh. Which I, I mean, she was good. I guess maybe I'm just like being a dick. I don't know. I just, I, I wish I liked the movie more. I guess. I mean, I would. I don't know if I get mad. I mean, I st- my my favorite performance of the year is still Shirsha Ronan, but uh, Lady Bird. Yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, it seems like the it's gonna be uh, the two of them. Uh, Margo- Did you see I Tanya? Yes, I saw I Tanya when I was in New York. Was um, Margot good? She's good. Um, okay. I but like I didn't come out of it feeling like more strongly about her than I did about Shirsha. Sure. It's, it's gonna be the three of them, Meryl Streep in the post, and I'm forgetting who like the fifth one is. I feel like. Francis McDormand? Yes. And I'd say I feel probably – I probably feel more strongly about Shirsha and then I guess Margot and Sally in some order. And then I can't speak to Meryl Streep yet because I haven't seen the post. Yeah. I mean I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean I, she's good. I think it's cool to be able to pull off a performance like that that says a lot without the words and stuff. But even with the impressiveness of having to do that, I'd still – like I said, I just prefer these other speaking performances. Those other, or I, at least Shirsha, and I don't have, like I said, no, no strong feelings on Itania. I think Itania, um, I, I, without the, like, it's a true story. I can't really give anything away for you. Like, you should still see it. I, I, I think that Margot, through no fault of her own, like they, that could have been my favorite. But like, I think there's more they could have even given her to do in it. But I don't know. Like, she'll get an Oscar nomination. And it's going to get like cinematography and like director and picture and. Is Richard going to get a supporting actor? Oh yeah, yeah, I'd be cool with that. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't, I don't have, I haven't made like a list of like my favorite performances of the year, but like, I, I thought, I thought, I just thought it was a pretty cool performance, and like, I, that character has like a nice enough arc um, that it doesn't feel like he's just like there to be like gay best friend, you know what I mean? Um, he's gets to do more than that, which is cool. Um, but yeah, yeah from what I've seen, from what I've seen, like, um, it seems like. Uh, He'll have a shot in that category. Um, I don't know to win. Like, oh, it seems like. Do uh, you think he was better than Idris? E- e- wait, Idris in Molly's, Molly's game? game? Yeah. Uh, those are like totally different things. Um, the thing is, like with Sorkin, I mean, if if you can say those words, it's going to make you look better, and he does like a really good job of it. But I think and he has a, and he has an Oscar scene. He has an Oscar scene. I don't know if uh, Richard Jenkins has an exact Oscar scene. I probably think that. I mean, I enjoyed, I thoroughly enjoyed watching Idris on the screen. I just think I was, I, I, and part of it's probably just like expectations. Like I said, I've just like, I've just seen him be like old white man. So like, I think I was just a little more taken with his performance than I was with Idris's. I just hadn't thought of them in the context of sure. each other. Um, yeah, I was just, I was just trying to think because we just, we just recorded the other. Yeah, I mean, like the thing is, like a lot of people, like I, I don't want to say anything new about three billboards, but. Like the, they think the, it sounds sounds like the the two guys in that might even be the favorites in that category and so um, Woody and Sam Rockwell, Rockwell? and yeah. um, I really want to I'm really curious to see what you think about that because I uh, I would not be thrilled with that being the case but without saying anything else um, um, but yeah so like it sounds like like you might have two coming from that movie and and it's Richard and hey I'd be co- I, I'd be cool like Richard that that might make me happier than anything for this movie aside aside from cinematography well no I, cinematography's great but I I want Deacons to win for Blade Runner um yeah and uh, so I, I'm not gonna cape for Shape of Water I mean kind of I, I think Blade Runner probably looked better than this yeah yeah and I, I it just this so. one this one did look cool though so yeah um, no it was it was cool. I'm just saying if, cool if, if, if if you put a gun to my head and you're like hey what's the one award you want this to win like. 
it might be Richard Jenkins, but like I said, I don't have a list of all my movies in front of sure. me at the moment. But I mean, like that would probably make me the happiest, even more so than Sally, even though I enjoyed Sally. Um, yeah. So, uh, like I said, uh, it's, this is like a it's going on like my missed opportunities list. If I do that, if we do that category in our awards at the end of the year, but only because like I think the, some of the stuff that just didn't do it for Anthony really did it for me. It's just. Sure. Other stuff that didn't do it for Anthony also really didn't do it. Really, really didn't do it for <clears> me. <throat> so, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's all I have to say about it. So, um, I, I don't think it's one of his best movies, but it looks, it looks great. So I don't know. Uh, were you bored? Were, um, I, yeah, I, I kind of, yeah. yeah, I wanted to, I was like contemplating going to sleep, but I didn't because it was Sky's birthday. Um, <laughs> and I knew you, we were going to want to talk about it. So, oh, you were contemplating going to sleep while you were in the movie? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> like cause, uh, we, I was all the way laid back in the in the in the chair. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I, I I couldn't even. I, well, we were t- we were t- sorry to cut you off. We were talking about those supporting actor things. The one everyone yeah. thinks is going to win is Willem Dafoe, and I definitely prefer prefer this. Uh, Florida Dafoe, Project, even though I like the Florida Project a lot more than you. Like yeah. I, I think there's a lot more to what Richard Jenkins is doing. Yeah, hundred percent. Dafoe is doing, and people think Ar- Army Hammer will get possibly nominated for Call Me by Your Name. Um, is he not a main the main actor in that movie? Oh no, no, the main actor is Timothy. Is Timothy, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, well, I, not here yet, so I haven't seen it. Yeah, but. Timothy's great. I don't know. Um, if 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 I if I could just give it to anyone, like not anyone in the conversation, like I pulled up my letterbox list of like just all my movies I've seen this year. Like the first one that jumps out to me from a movie I have ranked relatively highly was like like one of my like my favorite male supporting performance might might even be like Jason Sudeikis in Colossal. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, like that was just like one that jumped out. It's like I hadn't even like considered that because like he's not going to win any awards, but it was like that might be my I like I, I enjoy that more than like a lot of the other things I've mentioned so far as far as people that might win that one. But enough droning on about awards. We're, we'll do a podcast yeah, on that in, a, yeah, in, yeah. in like a month or so. But it was just this one's going to get a lot, a lot of Oscar nominations for a movie you didn't like. So you just got to prepare yourself for that. Yeah. So if, if you guys are gonna if you guys care about the Oscars, you should see this. Otherwise, I would be like meh. You could pass. You're not missing much, but I think Josh liked it a little more. So, um, yeah. if you guys want to talk to us about it, you can find us on social media. Uh, Josh, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Josh Chernovoy, J O S H J U R N O V O Y. And the podcast feed is at 52 and 52 pod. Uh, you can find me at a clambake, A K L A M B A K E. Uh, podcast email 52 and 52 pod at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Yeah.